and welcome to a brand new episode of Record Talk Listen. My name is Lydia, and thank you so much for joining me. Today is a very special show. It's our second annual podcast about podcasts, and it's also our second anniversary as a show that you've been listening to for two years. Uh, it's hard to believe that that, that is the case. Um, I was lucky enough to be joined by Mike Thompson and Tim Gallagher. They were here for our previous episode about podcasts. Um, so they're going to be talking about the podcast that they listen to and um, a little bit of behind the scenes about this show and the starting of Relish Pod, which is our cooking podcast with Tim and Mark Witt. So there's a little behind the scenes and some stuff there. Um, like always, you can go to our website, recordtechlisten.com, where you can find all of our previous episodes for free to listen to. While you're there, there is a donate button on the right-hand side. I highly encourage you to click that. It helps support your local podcast. Um, if you happen to own a business or know people that own businesses, we would love for you to sponsor the podcast. That would get the word out globally about your business and the products that you are trying to sell. So make sure to uh, check that out on our website as well. Now, this podcast is uh, two years old, and none of that would have been possible without the love and support of Cosmic Lion Radio and Eli Schwab in California. So I want to personally thank you for that. Um, and you've also, uh, Cosmic Lion has some pretty amazing interviews. Eli's been working very hard at procuring them while he moved to L.A. So he's got some pretty, pretty awesome shows. So you should definitely check out his podcast, Cosmic Lion Radio. So uh, without further ado, let's get into our second annual podcast about podcast episode. Well, I have uh, Mike Thompson and Tim Gallagher. Hello. Hi. Um, and we're doing this annually now. Yeah. It's the celebration of the, it's two years for the podcast. Happy anniversary. Lydia. Cheers. Thank you very much. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we, we think it's always a good idea to do kind of a mini uh, year in review and talk about new podcasts. Yeah. It's our podcast about podcasts. It's our podcast about podcasts, which hopefully we've inspired people to start listening to podcasts and um, I find that it's much more on the tip of everybody's tongue. Have you listened to this podcast about da 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 da? Um, so it's becoming like uh, television shows. It has like back yes, in the nineties. Exactly. We about, see, you have, see friends last night. See Seinfeld last right, night. Right, right. Do you listen to the newest serial? Serial. <laughs> Did you listen to the newest whatever? Um, they're doing a lot of like horror adventure or like comic book fantasy adventure stories kind of like old-time radio stuff. yeah fictional stuff yeah. And, and that's picking up a lot of steam too in, yeah. in oh, the podcast yeah. world so that's kind of cool storytelling storytelling yeah mm -hmm. that's kind of nice um so i guess we should start with um with let's start with record talk listen <laughs> okay. yeah let's do that oh on the spot yeah, <laughs> yeah that yeah we can start with the podcast sure how do you um, feel about two years running I feel pretty good about it. It happened very quickly. I'll mm -hmm. say that. Um, year one was like, holy crap, I can't believe I've been doing this for a year. And year two, it was like, I just feel like we just did this show. So I, it, it went it went by very fast. I'm very grateful. Um, people still listen to it. A lot of people That's are true. listening to Every it. Every day, more and more listeners. Yep. Um, and I, it's easier for me to get interviews now. So it's, it's mm -hmm. sort of legitimized myself as far as being a person putting out information. So yeah. that's pretty cool. I feel People like you're becoming like a little pulse of Cumberland too. Really? The stuff that's going yeah. on with the region. Yeah. I mean, I try to be. It's, it's, mm -hmm. and um, what's nice about it is it, it can go out almost immediately. So mm -hmm. if um, people contact me and say, well, I need it to go out, typically 
it's on Sundays um, when we release new episodes, but you know, we can always make an exception. Mm-hmm. You ever think about the fact that you are, you basically have an oral history <laughs> of what happens currently in our little town? I've never given that a thought, mm-hmm. but I mean, I think that's pretty accurate. It's a, it's a record. It is a record. Yeah. yeah. Um, especially with people that come back frequently, like Mike, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> You know, you, yeah. come, you come on, you have your first episode, and then the more people come on, they become more comfortable with subject matter they're discussing, which, and it also allows the audience to kind of build a relationship with those particular guests, which is, which sure. is kind of nice. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, yeah, we are definitely are keeping an oral history of, cu- of current I events. I like having the reoccurring characters. Reoccurring uh, characters, yeah, <laughs> absolutely, yeah. Well, these are the people that are actually doing things in Cumberland. Right. Prosper. Well, not to mention that they area. get more comfortable with like having headphones on and talking mm-hmm. and it's Into kind of microphone. environment. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. The first time you'll have your, you know, it's it's a little, uh, it's a little uncomfortable. Yeah. Maybe uncomfortable is not the right word, but it's something new that you're Well, you're out of to. your element. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Because you don't mm-hmm. really walk around with a microphone and headphones on. Well, headphones maybe all day long. Yeah, but, but you're not listening to yourself through your headphones. This <laughs> is very true. This is very true. So I particularly enjoy your Sean Hirschberger episodes. Okay. Because I it concur gives, on that. Yeah. It gives everyone a glimpse of what it's like um, to try to... Like evolve a small town? Yeah. changes. Yeah. In I any mean way. It, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's definitely... <laughs> It's definitely difficult um, making changes anywhere, I would imagine. Yeah. Um, but what's really nice about Sean being so willing to come back on the podcast is that he has a a direct um, ear to the public to explain what's going on and 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 being allowed to explain it in full um, without anybody else's interpretations of what he's saying. So yeah. that's kind of nice as well. Yeah. Well, it's pretty public. The other side of the coin, yeah. <coughs> what's going on with that? I think the Rolling Hills thing is probably the most, uh, uh, you know, uh, polarizing situation in, mm-hmm. in Cumberland. It is, yeah. Uh, but the other ones are too, in, in their own respect. Right, uh, and but, it's yeah, you know, he's at least kind of giving you exactly what's going on with that area and uh, kind of the plans moving forward. Right, and it's pretty apparent from social media and other uh, outlets what the other side of the coin is as well. True. So it's. It's nice to see both sides, mm-hmm. and and that's just interesting to to see how this kind of stuff, even at a small level as Cumberland, um, can can help potentially grow the grow the town. Right, and it's it's all about economic development, yeah. really. And you know, I think even if you don't live in Cumberland, um, and you listen to to Sean Hirschberger's episodes and you live in a small town or something similar, it might give you a glimpse into what it's like to be a civic minded person and, Mm -hmm. and the changes that actually that the steps and the processes that have to happen before, you know, what we would consider to be a very simple thing is, is not at all. And, um, it gives you just a little bit of a, uh, an opportunity to appreciate how that happened. A lot of people can, can sit around and complain about whatever town they live in, what they think should change. And, and uh, what have you, and he, this is a guy who's actually in charge of making those things happen. Right. Whatever changes you want to bring about, this is the guy that's you know, trying, that's trying, trying to, to do, do it. it. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's good. Um, so any other cast of characters you like that repeat on the show besides yourself? <laughs> <laughs> How about uh, Johnny O? Johnny O, that, yeah, I, I'm very lucky. Yeah. Dr. Reverend, the Reverend Doctor Johnny O. It's a very uh, good 
good thing to bring up right now because it's yeah. One, uh, the, yeah, it was the about el- the election. It and, was about the election, and, <laughs> and then the he also that just happened. So. And he did something about Brexit as well. And I can only right. imagine um, the fun-filled episodes we will have in the future uh, discussing. I'm really looking per- forward. Yeah. So, has, he, has he contacted you yet? Not yet. <laughs> I I feel like we have to let it settle for a hot minute, and then I'm sure we'll both be able yeah. to um, gather our thoughts and maybe offer some perspectives. But he is he's officially your current affairs. He guy. is my current affairs po- po- global political kind of yeah. person. Um, Thoughtful, he, very knowledgeable. Yeah, yeah, very and explains things, especially with the Brexit interview. Explained it in a way that if you don't live in Europe and you don't really understand the par- parliamentary system and how that goes about, yeah. very easily relating it to American politics. Uh, if you live in America, that is easily for you to kind of say, "Oh, yeah, that makes sense. I understand the line yeah, of I had thinking." No clue. Yeah, no clue. And <clears> I think <throat> ultimately it makes us more worldly on the podcast that we can discuss other current event issues, which mm-hmm. I think is nice. Um, and he also shared um, some news resources that yeah, he really, great. he he goes to, to try to get the whole picture and the whole story. Yeah. So it's a good communicator. Absolutely. And the fact that he's um, willing to come back on is, is, is pretty amazing. So I'm oh very yeah, lucky. He loves it. I'm very <laughs> lucky. Yes, exactly. He is enthusiastic. Very much so, yeah. I was just scrolling through some of your feed here. Uh-huh. <laughs> year one, you were heavy, heavier on just straight artists. True. And uh, musicians and such. Mm-hmm. And you did have quite a bit this on this past year as well. But uh, I was just curious, is, is there a reason for that? Or is for artists? Just, for the first year? Was it just like a, you had a bunch of buddies that were artists? Yeah, and that's brought it. Them? That's exactly it. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> um, my first year, I had, you know, I had the idea of doing a podcast. And um, my most adventurous friends who would probably agree to do it yeah. were artists. So I decided to pursue that. And I very everybody was very gracious. And then after the podcast kind of got a little momentum. Now we're getting some current events. We're trying to get some current events. And and a lot of it is, um, you know, it's, I think I've gained a little bit of confidence in in being able to interview not just my people I know, but people I have no idea who they are. And they walk into the studio and it's, it's kind of my job to make them feel comfortable enough to have a conversation and open up and, and, um, just kind of have the feel of the show being if you are fly on the wall and seeing and hearing somebody's conversation. It's kind are of more people like reaching out to you to try to get their event yeah. kind of out there? Yeah, they are. And and I totally encourage that. And people say like, hey, this person's doing a really interesting thing. Maybe you should contact them. Here's their contact information. Um so I've been getting leads that way for more interviews, which is kind of nice. Yeah. Um and it's it's good and I think people actually do see the benefit of promoting their event or coming on and talking about their event on the podcast. Um, you're still doing artists, though. I mean, you're doing a I lot for nev- the arts yeah, council. Yeah, I would never stop doing artists because I feel like um, artists themselves have a difficult time self-promoting sometimes. Right. And um, they, I mean, I, I think what they're doing is wonderful, and a lot of people do, but they, they are very much focused on what they're creating, and sometimes they don't do the marketing aspect. So if I can be of yeah. help in that department, I would be more than happy to do that. So, And it's something that's a global thing. So most artists have websites and are able to be accessed online, and so it, it's really opened up a big market for them as well. Great. So, yeah. My little public service. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's what it is. Year yeah. three should be big. 
yeah i'm hoping year three will be big um i don't i haven't really thought about it but i'm well, kind of learned a lot on social media that's for sure yeah yeah i have i am a there's some some markets who want to break into some of the local interesting people want to break into you know more yeah. more with the university Mm-hmm. Uh, some folks who work at Appalachian Labs, you know, yeah. some of their projects, you know, very interesting people to talk to. A lot of climate, climate, uh, climate scientists, com- climate scientists, and things uh, like that. that I think we it would just be haven't been able to nail down yet. Core yeah. samples. Hmm. Course yeah. Yeah. Core samples and things a, like that. Absolutely. A, yeah. 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 There's a whole guy that does. That's all he does is core samples. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, there's a bunch of really interesting people and really interesting things happening in this town. Mm-hmm. Um. And well, just the area in general. Yeah. So I feel like mm-hmm. it, this can be a platform for that for sure. Yeah, the yeah. whole point. Yeah. Um. And so I mean, that's this podcast. What about the empire you're creating? <laughs> Should we talk about that? <laughs> my empire. Yeah. My podcast empire. Um. Sure, we can talk about that. Um. We la- I launched another episode, another podcast, um, with Tim and Mark Witt called Relish Pod. Yeah, it's host host of that podcast right here yeah i know my left it's a uh, it's <laughs> awesome baritone voice that's right and um it's it's a plus that i live with him so <laughs> i can uh i can rope him into doing podcasts but it actually i have strong been talking ta- <laughs> that's probably more accurate um no I, I mark and tim have been talking about cooking and they when they get together their eyes light up and they talk about wonderful things and cooking and and i saw it as an opportunity for them to um use it as a creative outlet since they both enjoy cooking so much and and eating and eating I mean, really it all comes right down it all to comes eating. down to eating <laughs> um uh so getting together like once it started is the project is like once a month coming and talking about what they would like to do um kind of fleshing out some ideas and um it's really taken off that's great um leaps and bounds yeah it's going well we're yeah. getting more comfortable it's getting more fun i was gonna say what, the, what have you learned so far with that um Really how to just give and take with someone else. Yeah. You know, uh, and and communicate. Try not to sound like an idiot. Try to sound like you know what you're talking about. Well, you know, pretty much all that, all those things. <laughs> and know. cook at the same time. And, and cook at the same time. Total yeah. amateurs. But one thing we do know is how to how to cook and how to eat and what we think tastes good and how to make it so. So that's just what we talk about. And it's good. And you are, at, you know, because I, I don't participate in the podcast um, on on the mics. I couldn't I'm, do it without you. I, yeah. I, heard, I heard you in the paella uh, episode, I, I believe. Oh, it's oh, we possible. Were like you were, you were eating some of it at the very end. Yes. And it was <laughs> we were very on good. Mark's patio. You know, <laughs> yeah. The kids were swimming in the pool. You know, it was, it was a whole family affair. It was a family affair of cooking, and it was great. She, like, he's over the. Big green egg like Estelle Costanza. Yeah. Just destroying <laughs> the paella. Yeah. I was definitely like <laughs> getting, knee getting deep in paella. Exotic rices off of Amazon.com? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Bomba. Bomba rice. Using handfuls of saffron seasoning. It was, it was the most decadent thing um, awesome. in Eckert I've ever, <laughs> you know, and it was, it was really great. It was a lot of fun to do it. And, you know, it's it's good for me too because it's something entirely different than. Does he have that on his what menu? I do? No. Well, um, no. He's tr- he's I think he's to trying to put it on. How to figure out how to do it? really labor intensive. It, yeah, it seems that way. But it is and totally expensive. worth it. Yeah, it would be an expensive dish. Yeah, that's for sure. Well, you yeah. have to almost make it per order. So. Yeah, yeah, and that's, yeah, that's the thing. That's you have thing. to make it per order. You can't make so it ahead of time. You have to wait at least forty-five minutes for this whole deal to be done. Yeah. And then you you know. 
That's why restaurants, they just do paella. Yeah. And then when you go in, you get like a couple of appetizers and then they bring out your paella. Yeah. So, so you're going to have to wait for this because yeah. we cook it to order. Cook it to order, which is good because that's how you get that crunchy socarat on the bottom. Socarat. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And then you also did the YouTube video. Oh, yes. You know, which was, yeah. uh, which so I have we not have. checked out. It's fun. And it was uh, it was a challenge, right? Like, yeah. I know, mean, I will say. Learning process. Yeah. I would say year two has brought challenges in a good way like um, you have because because you're challenging yourself correct i want to do new different things how do i do it well let's just get into it and figure Mm -hmm. it out right i'm pushing my comfort zone yeah um you guys got like a grip out there and all that stuff yeah well i (laughs) think lydia is all (laughs) yeah um no i i heard we got a really sweet uh canon camera that shoots in hd video and perfect um it's it's pretty nice autofocus and things like that. It basically, um, like, a, like I did for the first year of starting the podcast, I did an amazing amount of research mm-hmm. to figure out what was going to be the best for, uh, what we would need and something that we could gr- use for photos and, um, video and growing basically content creation. Cool. Um, and so we, we purchased the camera and, uh, a really nice microphone so you can get really good audio that way. Yeah. Um, and we just are, I'm just figuring out as we went along. The first video we did was in our kitchen. It was a cauliflower pizza crust video. <laughs> um, and it was a short, we, I, we filmed different angles and we had to redo a couple of things and it was, it was quite an experience. But, um, what we had was maybe 20 or 30 minutes of video, actual video. And I edited it down to maybe like seven minutes. Yeah. Um, and, I'm it, sure that's not and really it's common. extremely time consuming. Yeah. I had no idea. So um, video editing is video definitely editing. time consuming. It's it's much more time consuming than podcast editing. Oh yeah, um, because you're not trying to line up frames and trying to make sense of things. But um, it's fun, and I'm really enjoying it. But it does take me a great deal more time to edit video than it does a podcast. Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't think that's going to change even more. I don't think so it. either, but um, I'm very, I'm very much looking forward to the challenge. I guess I should say. What's our next video going to be? I, you know, I don't know. Um, I was thinking possibly uh, the turkey. I was going to say I'm grilling a bird this weekend. Yeah, so, so I'm got to get a good brine. Yeah. How to how to get the brine going? Yeah, the all brown brine. All brown brine. <laughs> So um, those are all these are all episodes that you can find on our on our website and also Relish Pod's rep- website. So yeah. if you're interested in what we're talking about and getting a little I bit of backstory, I was listening to the paella one. Yeah, even at eight thirty in the morning, I'm like, mouths are watering. Try to get some of this paella. I don't yeah. know if I'm going to cook it yeah. myself, but I'm going to go <laughs> to a place that cooks it and, and experience the paella. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, if you had been there to just smell. I heard you. I heard you yeah. talk about how because yeah. <laughs> I was, a, like I said, I was just Mark's hype man. Wait, you're like, oh my god! I cut some delicious. onions, but really, I just was, was there crazy. to say, holy crap! This. Well, crazy. I will say <laughs> the one time I, you know, I was videotaping him throwing, not taping. Jeez, dating myself. Um, <laughs> it was videoing him throwing like garlic and onions on this hot paella pan with olive oil, and the overwhelming smell was just like, oh my god. This is gonna be so good, and I was having a hard time keeping the camera steady because it just like <laughs> with you were these the jitters. No, well, these wafts of smells because you're like, oh, it smells so good, <laughs> and I would drop the camera slightly. So if you see that in the YouTube video, you know what's happening. So, but yeah, um, 
I, I, that's enough about me and my podcast i think uh, hopefully we'll have a lot more episodes coming up um i think we might hit a hundred thousand downloads this month so that's pretty exciting for the total for the for, for the, the total still a little, little little local podcast little local podcast i'm fine with that but you're um, jumping i mean you're averaging four to five hundred downloads a day at least four to five hundred that's downloads awesome when we yeah. when you started this thing we I were high-fiving over a hundred for the week i was super pumped to get like 10 so. downloads i was like 10 people have listened to Grab the I... champagne Let's yeah go. exactly <laughs> so now now it's good and i'm very appreciative to all our listeners small steps yeah but so if you're listening to this podcast chances are you already listen to many podcasts mm -hmm. possibly possibly we were hoping but, uh mike and i both consume uh this medium like crazy i think yeah. that you guys would be classified as master consumers well uh, whatever you know <laughs> <laughs> uh, i don't i wouldn't say that my uh my I, i'm not that diverse i mean i'm not like i'm not like dabbling into the fictional stuff nah. right yeah do you guys find yourself to be habitual podcast listeners and does that ever limit you as far as finding new podcasts do you find that more difficult I get in a cycle. Yeah. 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 Sure. But because you like what you're listening to. Yeah. I, I listen. I have particular sports stuff I listen to. Okay. Yeah. Like what? Uh, I like uh, the Ringer stuff, which is Bill Simmons' mm -hmm. uh, podcast. And That's relatively a... new in the uh, scheme of podcasts. Oh, yeah. The Ringer Bill Network. Simmons? No. Bill's, no. He's I, always had his podcast. Yeah. He had, like and, and he has his new one that's just called the Bill Simmons podcast. But then right, he's right, like right. branched out and, and he's. He's creating his own a, empire. Yeah, with mm -hmm. like eight podcasts. Yeah. So I listened to a couple of those, uh, you know, not a ton, but mm -hmm. I, I particularly like his like his straight up Bill Simmons podcast. Right, and then right. I'll listen. Yeah, I mean, that's basically I mean, how you Basketball gotta, season's on. I'll listen to the NBA one from time to time. And okay. Time to time. He's, uh, he's pretty much a, a, a how-to for gambling. Definitely. And really? Uh, unfortunately, oh, yeah. his HBO show got canceled. Did it really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's oh, a show. Bummer. It was a pretty bummer, cool show, yeah. but uh, I guess it, you know the the listeners of his podcast didn't didn't, didn't translate no. didn't translate to no, I didn't video. HBO. That's but I listened to Dan Sorry. Patrick too, just because I kind of grew up with him on Sports Center, and he does a pretty good uh, like radio show that train he like translates into a podcast. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, so I listened to that one too. Uh, About Kornheiser. Kornheiser, I've never done, but I love Kornheiser. He just started doing the podcast. Yeah, he, yeah. he was on uh, the episodes. Simmons show. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, so who's Kornheiser? For Tony people? Kornheiser. Tony, yeah. Okay, so from, this is uh, uh, PTI. Uh, Pardon the interruption. Yeah, oh, it's okay. A, you know, it's, it's a, so this is, these are all sports-related podcasts. So. Yeah. And, he, you know, and basically he's 80% sports, mostly DC sports. And current events and things like that. Yeah, but he's, he's a character. Just, he's like a character. He's, I mean, he's he's a fantastic guy. Yeah, seems like it. So it's yeah. fun. It's a fun listen to. Yeah, it's fun listen. And to. it's interesting to see a guy who has come from um, typical radio, mm -hmm. how he does the transition or how he is handling the transition into a completely new medium where you have no bosses and you're calling your own shots. Yeah, yeah. He still does segments and holds them to a solid like twelve to fifteen minutes. <laughs> and if his segments are going like says, "Hey, we we gotta slow this. We gotta get we gotta get out of this segment," and it, and he actually vocalized maybe five episodes ago, and he does a, a daily episode, which is oh, which cool. is unusual. That's that's a lot of yeah. work. Yeah. So they're getting up. They're they're somewhere in in you know outside of D.C. like eight thirty every morning. They're recording these things, 
for about an hour, hour and a half, and then they put him out at 11. Anyway, he actually said, I finally just realized that that I can do whatever I want. Yeah. And this is like 30 episodes in. Wow. You know, they're like his, the people he has with him um, who are fantastic are like, yeah, we've been telling you this. <laughs> you can do whatever you yeah, want. It's a little yeah. different from the Dan Patrick one because I think that's like that's televised and it's on radio. Yeah. Right. But at, like when the show's over, I guess they go back and edit it or something and, and, and just put like it, put it up on. Yeah. Put it on iTunes. It. Or yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, that's something to really consider about if you wanted to maybe start your own podcast or if you're coming from a radio world, um, it's got to be kind of strange to be kind of floating in the middle of nowhere and nobody telling you what to do. Oh, yeah. um, That's kind of one of the enjoyments. Well, and they're just the last thing on the Kornheiser show. They're also trying to figure out how to monetize this. Yeah. Like, okay, this is our job. And -hmm. they're talking about how they're trying to figure this out. Blue ribbon or a blue, uh, yeah. blue apron. They, they, yeah. ha- they have all the typical advertisements that everybody else does. Yeah. But you know, they're now they're, they're going to roll out merchandise and things like that. So. Yeah. I mean, those are definitely things to think about. I mean, this is, I'm two years in, I've had a couple of sponsors, which has been very nice. So we do have a donate button on our page so people can donate to the podcast, which is very helpful. And people have done that. Um, and thank you very much for that. Mm. But you know, it is difficult to monetize because I think, a lot of either local businesses here or national businesses don't necessarily think this is a good market to uh, to advertise in. It's still growing. It's very much growing, yeah. yeah. You know, and you can't be upset at podcasts that then will feature some advertising because right. oh no, definitely it's free. Not. It's it's a free thing for you, and it's a lot of work, and you should not be upset that they're actually uh, earning Absolutely. a living. From these advertisements. Yeah, it's hard work. You, it is, you happen yeah. to have a solid day job. I do. And then come home and do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Hard work. Hard work. But I enjoy it. What else are you listening to? Yeah. Well, I picked up a couple history podcasts this year. Uh-oh. Um, one is Revisionist History, which yeah, is I listen to that Gladwell. Um, and a very well-polished, he's cool. uh, well-produced like podcast. And uh, basically, he's just re- re-examining events and really pretty recent history yeah um and he had a four-part series on uh which i think uh got a little bit of attention uh, a four-part series on how uh, colleges are spending their money mm-hmm. and how oh, yeah. you know like the harvards of the world have billions of dollars and basically use none of that money to help uh you know less less <laughs> and well get off billions students. of of yeah. free money and from donations. The, yeah. the, mo- the, the schools with all the money are still getting all the money when the small schools who are educating uh, less well-off students aren't getting the all funds. the funding. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, um, pretty eye-opening. Very, very eye-opening. I didn't realize yeah. Uh, yeah. kind of the ins and outs of that system. I yeah. think it's good. I mean, the format allows you to really do some investigating. Mm-hmm. And yeah. like you said, you know, you're not, you're not presenting it on... A network television or anything like that so you can really take the time to tell the whole story which yeah. is kind of nice so the other history podcast i'm listening to is called the dollop and this is actually a, a comedic american history podcast okay and these are two comedians and one basically tells the story this strange story of american history to another comedian who doesn't know anything about the story okay. and then they riff and you know they're, they're pretty good together 
And basically, it's about how crazy Americans are and have been <laughs> through their whatever almost three hundred years of you know history. And um, uh, so that's 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 a hoot. Yeah, uh, that's that's a terrible. It, it a really is. It's hilarious. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> and these guys are are fantastic, and the stories they tell are great. Yeah. Yeah. Does it, it does it ever make you like research to make sure the stories are true because they're so crazy? No, I'm not worried about that. <laughs> <laughs> I got one where it kind of relates to this, but it's uh, more government. Is Radio Lab put out this one called "More More Perfect"? Yeah, about the Supreme Court, which I is really love good. That. Love it, yeah. really good. Just like these interesting uh, cases that changed American like, history. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. yeah. And it was. Uh, it was a really good listen. Because yeah. Radio Lab people know how to do it well oh, already. So, I mean, so that here, is highly produced and just yeah, really yeah. wonderful. But something that's new, um, and this is going, this is followed, this goes with uh, uh, More Perfect, and it goes with the Malcolm Gladwell revisionist history, is they're doing just, uh, they're doing like series, and that's it. They'll do 10 episodes. Yeah. Well produced, well thought out, complete thoughts, and then they say, "Okay, we'll be back when we have another <laughs> set like of tanks." <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know, and that's not, that's not a bad way of producing something. Um, you're putting out a good product. You're putting way. out a good product at at one clip, so for ten weeks, or maybe they just release all ten episodes at once. I'm not sure how they the formatting is, but um, it no, allows like once a it's week. once a week you know, for they ten roll weeks. Roll it out, like yeah. A, like yeah. But I mean, it, it gives you the opportunity to take the time to do that. Um, you know, which is good because then, you know, people are going to be invested in that mm-hmm. podcast for 10 weeks. So that's nice. So speaking of uh, politics and uh, back to the ringer, yeah. uh, do you ever do keeping it 1600? <laughs> Recently, uh, just yeah. because everything that's happened, I mean, we just had the election. So mm-hmm. I did listen to a couple of the ones that uh, were more recent, like mm-hmm. building up to the election. Yeah. And then like the uh, basically like aftermath election uh, episode uh-huh one of uh, my all-time favorite podcasts now is that episode yeah of them examining how they got it all so wrong yeah these guys are very lefty they're yeah. all old former obama staffers yeah 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 but they were like like they owned up to it and oh it, yeah they, and it, so it was this, interesting to hear because it, it kind of sounded pretty raw how they came out yeah. with and, and talked about it like i don't know if they had discussed beforehand okay this is what we're going to say about how how we how we did this wrong and, and got it all wrong no. i don't think they did much no. of that i no. think they went on there and like yeah uh this yeah, we is screwed what up. happened yeah and this is what happened and like i don't really know yeah, how they, it wasn't this, super you know? polished no. And, no which was nice which, well none yeah. of them are no so and I, i've been listening to them uh since their first episode and i haven't missed one yet and uh once we saw that Donald Trump was going to be our president, I was just dying to hear what they had oh, to yeah. say. Oh, yeah. That's exactly how I got into it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That was fascinating. Yeah. But, I mean, I think um, with this, especially this election, you do seek out podcasts either to escape from um, the lead up to or the aftermath um, yeah. because you, you're sick and tired of hearing you know, pundits to, you know, yeah. speak their rhetoric or whatever. Um, so it's nice to have kind of a safe space to, yeah. to listen to things that make you happy and also learn about like keeping it 1600 and things like that. So yeah. it, it opens you up to a little bit more of a variety and it p- creates a more well-rounded experience, I think. Definitely. Yeah. And these are people that answer to no one. 
Right. You know, and they're sort of pundits for, for basically a Democratic Party. Right. Uh, however, they can still are, are capable of, of free thought, mm-hmm. you know, and they are beholden to no one. Right. So it's 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 been refreshing. Yeah, it definitely is refreshing when you don't have, you know, you don't have a boss. You don't have to meet certain standards. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any new interview style shows you're uh, listening to? Well, not exactly interview style, mm-hmm. but uh, one that I've been listening to for a couple of years now that's just like legitimately uh, interesting is called Here Be Monsters. Uh, that one's very good. And it's about the, <clears throat> like, uh, I think their little tagline is uh, something about the unknown. Uh, and it's kind of dark. It's a dark little documentary type uh, style. And the uh, the host guy has a kind of a uh, unique voice and delivery, mm-hmm. and it's an it's a good listen because the stories are always good. Uh, he's always looking for uh, like the stories are always like uh, kind of underground weird type yeah. stuff, but but not too underground. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, they're not hanging themselves from chains right. with the big hooks on their right, back or right. something weird and crazy like that. Like it's like. It's like legitimate stuff, like one uh, where he met, he went across country hitchhiking and, uh, and met meet, interesting character huh. type things mm. because he was going through a hard time and he kind of documented it. Yeah. That kind of thing. That's interesting. Uh, it is good. It's very good. And uh, But recently, other than that, that's like one of my go-tos. But uh, when trying to discover some new ones besides like the uh, the more perfect and the revisionist history. The reason I got in revisionist history is because Malcolm Gladwell would be on Bill Bill Simmons' podcast all the time, and he just yeah. sounded like an interesting dude. Yeah, and he's he definitely is. He's got it going on. Written many books. Yeah, and uh, just uh, a brilliant yeah. mind. This yeah. guy. But re- most recently, I've gotten into this uh, this like true crime. Oh yeah, true stuff. crime kick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just because. You know, uh, Syria was so big with the Adnan Syed case. Yeah. And then they did their second series season. I didn't find it I, as interesting. I did not at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, uh, I don't know if it was because, and maybe this is just set me. the bar too high? No, I just, I don't think that it was a, they were using somebody else's material. And I don't think that that was as appealing as kind of seeing a firsthand unraveling or you know, of the story, which they were calling and they were actually talking to the person and, and, and their tone of voice and the delivery. And they were like still stumped if, if he did it or if he didn't do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like And, the... you know, there was sort of like you were along for the ride with them at right. that time. The second series was not that way at all. It was sort of like it, Bo Bergdahl. Everybody knew who he was. He was an American soldier that deserted basically well yeah well that's, that's because because he didn't subjective. he felt he was being treated unfairly mm-hmm. and things of that nature he didn't feel as he was deserting he thought if he didn't desert that nothing would change and um but now, it was it was a story that you no one knew anything about that's correct it was but so highly politicized it was and very it was poli- nice to be able to look to get deeper. I agree with you. I don't even know if I listened to the end. I did I not. I definitely did not. I did not. I listened to three episodes yeah. before I was saying, you know, this is 
it's not the same. It's not as well produced. Everything is recorded telephone conversations with, um, and they're trying to give you their interpretation of the recordings. And it's like, it's, it's plus that guy was trying to make a movie out of it. Yeah. And it's like, this is, I feel like it was highly politicized and super commercial. It was. And I felt like this is they, is a typical sophomore slump. And hopefully they've well, learned from it and they come back with something that's really strong um, and maybe completely different than somebody being persecuted um, or unjustly. But they have to step it up huge because the oh, first yeah. series, mm-hmm. they had very little competition. When the second series came out, yeah. pretty much all these podcast we're talking about yeah they're serialized blown up Up. yeah the last year and they're really really good and well produced yeah and they just couldn't keep up with some of this and and i said i've got other things to listen to and i'm done yeah the true crime stuff yeah in the in the same uh same vein vein, yeah they've upped their game like i I went uh I, i guess i was just in uh habitual listening mode listening to the same stuff and i was trying to find some new stuff although in the same genre yeah yeah uh but just good stuff to listen to and i found some and they were just as good like they were like edge of your seat like you couldn't wait till the next episode came out very similarly to season one serial Mm -hmm. i like the i like this thing where like they're trying to be uh like this this uh private detective trying to yeah. figure out the case that I happened like 20 years ago. I like right. that. And, and some of these other ones that I've listened to, uh, some of them are about kids that have been uh, abducted yeah, and Never like a cold them. case. Yeah. Yeah. And they're trying to figure it out. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, stuff like that. And it's extremely uh, intriguing because they're trying yeah. to, f- it's each episode is about, Okay, just found out new information. Let me tell you what it's all about. And, it, and you're like, oh man, now I got this new theory right. about <laughs> what I think might have happened. Right. And that's exactly what that got that guy to do the podcast. Right. Whoever was doing it. I, I run down a couple here if you want to get sure. a pen. Up. Yeah. Got but, it. Uh, you're need a pen. For <laughs> you're not going to really have to get a pen. You just get on iTunes and see what the best, like <laughs> the most popular podcasts are. Right. Yeah. But uh, Up and Vanished Up and is vanished. legit. Okay. Yeah, it's very good. And it's a Mike Mike Thompson seal of approval. <laughs> approved. Okay. Accused. Approved. Accused. Accused and then approved. No, I approve it. Oh, he approved okay. it. Is there Mike Thompson approved? Yeah, I put my true crime stamp of approval. Keep up here. Okay. In the dark. In the dark. Very good. Okay. And let's see. Someone knows something. <gasps> That's a great title. Yeah, and they and they say it a couple times in the, in the uh, episode. In the episodes. I'm gonna check organically. Sure so, uh, that's pro- I assume that's where they got that's the title amazing. from. But it's so these are the four true crime. Those and it was perfect because when I found them, they were like done. Yeah, and I just oh, got the binge. So just <gasps> and I went through nice. them like you know I went through these four things. I probably got them all muddled up in my head. What right. happened on each one? But uh, like while it was happening, while I was listening, I was like. Man, I hope I hope by the end of the uh like the last uh season finale or whatever mm-hmm. they figure it out. So there was no are there cliffhangers? You just kind of have to find out. You have to check it out. You have to find out. They're not like super long episodes and uh you know Yeah. They're easy listens. That's they're cool. Real easy to listen to. Um yeah, I mean I, I will have to admit 
my podcast game is not as listening is not as strong as it used to be. You got to have the time for this stuff. Yeah. And I have very limited time anymore, but, um, I do enjoy the Mark Marin still. Mm-hmm. He's getting some pretty interesting. You got Roger Waters on the other day. Yeah, Roger awesome. Waters. Yeah. I'm currently, this is how far behind I am, is I'm currently listening to the Katie Couric interview, which is very oh, wow. good. I'm like pretty, pretty behind. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I really enjoyed the Billy Crystal interview. Um, but I just think that he's getting some pretty heavy hitters oh, um, now. Um I think after you interview the president, people come a knocking. Definitely. So, oh, yeah. yeah, you can get pretty um, much anybody. Pretty they much. Talk. Yeah, Neil Young. Yeah, Neil Young. Yeah. That was really cool. Um, yeah, so it, he's just he's 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 doing it, and it's it's pretty amazing. Still, I enjoy him. I and still cherry pick off his stuff. Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, I that, do the same thing. It's that's fine. I mean, I just consistently I like that style of podcast because that's what I'm trying to do here. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. sort of it's sort of just being able to have somebody. Um, that does something similar that, so you can improve. Um, and Terry Gross, I always listen to for fresh air. And so um, I have somebody for you. Yeah. I don't know if we've talked about Ezra Klein. No. And he is one of the creators of Vox. Okay. Uh, which is a, the amplifiers? Online. No, <laughs> it's an online, it's online, online media, media company. Yeah, they do a lot of YouTube videos. Actually, yeah, some they really, do really well produced yeah. stuff. So Ezra Klein. Um, yeah, but he's, uh, he's uh, got it going on too. Okay. Um, and basically, you know, he's interviewing uh, policymakers, journalists, Nobel Prize winners. Oh, interesting. Um, and is really, you know, probably one of the up and comers as far as, uh, you know, new media is new concerned. New media. Cool. I, mean, I think it was he and a, and a woman who started Vox and, and they've been. Uh, and he it. actually, uh, one of his best episodes is with his uh, business partner who is just a go getter. Yeah. You know, not messing around. Uh, so yeah, Ezra Klein, and just to throw a couple more out, uh, Sam Harris, who Mike, you probably, yeah, you know, I'm sure you know Sam, and he's mostly a philosophy guy, heavy thinker, uh, applies philosophy to, uh, you know, current events and things like that. I'm halfway through his most recent episode, um, which is basically his breakdown of our recent presidential election mm-hmm. and so far he's the best that i've heard you know as as where everyone is so surprised that donald trump is now going to be our president and yeah. he's, you know tr- just trying to under people are just trying to understand the situation and he's doing the best job that i've that i've heard so far right and then completely on the flip side of that is i've been doing star talk radio um what is that? don't know about that yeah so that's uh uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson's oh. podcast. And, uh, I don't know. It might be on the ra- I might be on like WNY or something. WNYC or something. NYC, but he never mentions that. So it might just strictly be a podcast. Okay. But he about half the time he's hosting it. Um, but it's all it, you know. It's space talk with a bunch of astrophysicists and Event uh, Horizon and things like that. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, but what's you know he's he's trying to pioneer science communicators yeah um and that's basically what he's doing he's he's gotten a bunch of his astrophysicist friends and what have you whoever uh you know knows it's a national geographic um production there you go and he's just trying to just getting together these science communicators literally that's what he says he's doing like uh, layman's terms to people, or not necessarily, but yes, oh, sure, sure. Explaining it, yeah. Basically, 
you know, just showing this really cool stuff, what we're doing in space and this and that um, can be understood and is super interesting. And we're going to try to show you all why it's super interesting. Yeah. When we're faced with a lot of anti-intellectualism um, in the current media, um, they're doing the opposite. A good job. I, I think it's fascinating. I like space stuff. I love space. I'm far, love space from, stuff. far from an astrophysicist, but I want to hear people who know what they're talking about talk about it in a way that we can understand. And these guys are doing that. So if you're looking for some star talk, Star Talk Radio. Go to, go to Neil deGrasse Tyson. It's super fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it sounds, sounds fantastic. Yeah, I don't have really too much uh, else. Uh, there's got. one called Unfictional that's very good. That's just like documentary style, similarly to like a radio lab, but yeah. on a smaller level. Yeah. Um, I mean, Undisclosed, I've... which has started off being like a a bunch of lawyers trying to oh, that's right. uh, give yeah, you like the side last year. Yeah. A mm-hmm. non-sayed serial story. Yeah. Like, um, I think they might be credited with potentially getting, getting into the retrial. Getting a new retrial. Yeah. Uh, but they started a new season with a new uh, case. So nice. it's like a true crime type thing. That's trying nice. to get this other guy in real time, in yeah, real right. time, trying to get this other guy off this potentially off uh, this. He was convicted of a crime. Back in like 1999. Oh, interesting. So it's it's pretty good too. But there's a lot of, it's not as edgy or seat. You know, it's right. not Certainly as you have easy a lot of, of a, information yeah, already. It's not yeah. as easy of, as a listen as some of these other ones. Right. But it's still pretty good. Okay. So, I mean, I think if anybody is on the look out for new podcasts, Mike, uh, Mike's approved mike thompson approved podcast <laughs> stamped a bunch of them right stamp there. of approval is, is, is awesome so check those out and we'll have a complete list on our website um and you can and check them out there um also if you have a podcast that you think we should be listening to if you are an avid listener please please i'd, like, I'd love to hear hear some suggestions absolutely yeah, like we let know us there's know there's good ones out there you know there's good ones there's not enough time in a day so if you can give us a heads up that would be great um so yeah um there's check. ways to break it down on itunes yeah. so much with the categories and the, right. like the top 50 or whatever yeah, exactly you know. like most downloaded but there i think itunes met with a, t- a lot of top podcasters um in cupertino and mm. they discussed how i the the platform of itunes really doesn't provide a lot of analytics and there's really a lot of um there's more things that they can be doing to support podcasts and yeah. podcasters. So they had a meeting and hopefully um, with one of the million updates to iTunes, right. um, <laughs> they'll be able to work something out where you can maybe get even subgenres of what you're trying to find. Yeah, and it would be, be great. it'd be much helpful, much more helpful for little podcasts like us to kind of get out there. And um, if you're in a big category and maybe break it down to Maryland based podcasts or you know, um, community oriented ones, something like that. So that'd be great. Yeah. Fingers crossed that happens. So, um, but yeah, there you have it. Our second annual podcast about podcasts. Yeah. I I think it was very successful to to celebrate your second anniversary. Yes. Thank you very much. Congratulations. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks for coming back and doing it again. (laughs) No problem. Um, so if you want to listen to all of our previous podcast episodes, including relish pod, you can check out our website. It's recordtechlisten.com. And also Relish Pod at relishpod.com. And uh, we're on Twitter. Just check us out there. We, <laughs> we're very active in the Twitterverse. And um, 
yeah. So we'd love to hear from our listeners. And if you want to come on the show, do it. It's not hard or scary, right, guys? Not scary. No. Not at all. It's very comfortable. Yeah. So, um, well, I guess I'll see you. I'll see you before next year. <laughs> uh, Mike, you're going to come back and talk about photo, the photo competition. Yeah, that'll be coming up. Yeah. Cool. And then um, Tim. Stuff. Yeah, Tim, Tim, you'll see in here on Relish Pod. Yeah, you just uh, the newest one just uh, dropped on Wednesday. Yeah, it's the turkey That's Thanksgiving turkey Thanksgiving episode. It's and think, delicious. And then we got we'll just roll on into the holidays again for December. Yeah, and uh, you know talk about other holiday treats, not just Christmas. Gingerbread Monica, man, you know. Yeah, gingerbread man. Why don't you come and join us and talk about gingerbread <laughs> man? <Ooh. laughs> well, first I'd have to figure out how to make gingerbread man. Well, yeah, uh, that's part of it. Okay. Yeah, 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 well, that's your challenge. I could be like time. the guy that just brings like that coarse uh, sugar and sprinkles it on top. You just want to be, be the decorator? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I could be that guy. Nice. Put, put the little red hot buttons on there. Yeah. yeah. He wants to yeah. be the decorator and taste tester. Yeah, mostly taste tester. Gotcha. Gotcha. We could maybe make that happen. I maybe we could do that. That could be a, a special edition of Relish Pod. I live right down the street. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's make it happen. All right. Thank you so much for coming back. I appreciate it. Thank, thank you, Lydia. Thank you, Lyd. So for more information on what you've heard on today's show, check out our website. And that is, again, recordtalklisten.com. We are also on Twitter, Facebook, and an old-fashioned email always gets through to us. So if you want to contact the show, let us know how we're doing. You have suggestions for people you might want to hear on the show. Make sure to talk to us. So you can go on Twitter. We're at RTL Pod. And we are officially a part of the Pottern family connection there. So if you go online to see us on Twitter, make sure to check out some Pottern family podcasts as well. Because they're all uh, hardworking people. And we like to support them as well. Um, we're on Facebook at facebook.com slash listen. And an old-fashioned email always gets through at recordtalklisten at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from everybody. Um, thank you so much for supporting me for the past two years. It's uh, been a blast. And, and year three, I hope, is fantastic, too. So um, this has been another episode of Record Talk Listen, where I hit record, people talk, and hopefully you listen. Until next time, thank you so much. Thank you.